Welcome to another bonus episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anne Samoylov. I'm so grateful you're here. So this one has literally been recorded two different times. Uh, during our move, one of the files somehow didn't make it to Libsyn, I think. So we're doing it again, but this is perfect actually for this specific episode because we're talking about investing in yourself and the lessons you can learn when you're doing that. Like especially when you're trying to grow your business, you're trying to make some big moves, you're trying to scale, whatever it is that you know, it's like you finally taking your business seriously and or taking your ideas seriously and what that means. So Today, I want to talk to you about my own experience. Like I said, these bonus episodes are more me sharing some realizations, and it's really reflecting on um, not just the way I launch or the way that I, you know, that I, or the things that I'm launching, but also just as a human being, the things that I have learned and that have helped me really make some headway that I didn't really expect. And this specific episode is about the unexpected lessons I learned from investing in myself. So we're often told, let's just let's just dive right into this. These, these are these raw episodes where no need for an easy intro or an or a simple fluid intro. Let's just dive in. So like many, like many of you, I'm sure you've heard this, like invest in yourself, be coachable, join a group of inspired people, let them lift you up, you know, they'll lift each other up. Honestly, I still believe this. I think I know this to be true, that when you join a group of other people or you, whether you're investing in your first online course or you're joining a mastermind or you're hiring a coach, whatever it is, the act of investing in yourself is a huge leap. And in no matter what like type of investment you're making, if it's the first time, there is going to be a huge transformation. Um, and that's so funny because one of my one of my, the people that I consider a mentor, though I'm not actually I'm in one of his programs, but he always said that the transfer he always says still the transformation starts with that transaction. And he's totally true because you spend money that you're not used to spending, no matter what the price is and no matter what the love, the cost was, and all of a sudden you're taking action that you weren't able to take before, even if, even if it's not like so different from what you already, even if it's something you already know, which it was kind of the case with me with the two things that I want to say that I invested in the most in the past year, but um and I've had some amazing coaches and mentors over the years, ones I hired for myself, ones that I follow, ones that were just friends and they really gave me that mentor feeling and they still do. Um, so while we're trying to make sure that our courses, our coaching packages, our books or whatever else we're putting out into the world, we also, we're, we're, all, we're looking for that support as we're doing that. And so some of you might even be in my fearless launching program because you know that how much, um, how much I, I deeply care for each and every member of the program that's come in to the community over the years. And we've had a lot come in to the in, in the doors. We have a lot that are still in the Facebook group and the alum Facebook group. You know, you know, every, obviously things fluctuate over the years because I've been teaching that since 2012. But, you know, even at that level, and that's just a thousand dollar course, um, 
I always take a personal responsibility and maybe that's not necessarily, you know, if you listen to the episode about how close is too close, then maybe that isn't, that hasn't been really the best idea, but I I still invest myself in anyone who invests in me. So with that said though, it was my time to invest. All these years I've been in business, I haven't invested in myself. There were two times I was going to join a mastermind that I just couldn't join. I just felt like I was going to have to share too much of what was personally going on in my life in order for people to understand and not make excuses, but for people to understand the environment I was trying to build my business. And if you listen to one of the bonus episodes about personal transformation, um, navigating business and all of that while you're going through crisis. Listen to that. that that'll kind of give you some more info about that, what I'm talking about. So two different times, and that was, I think, 2015 and 2016, maybe, or 2014-15, I considered joining an amazing group. I still look at this group as like, yeah, I will likely join them at some point, but at the time, the reason why I didn't join wasn't because of money, wasn't because of the cost. It was actually the personal cost of being open that really prevented me from joining that group. And maybe fear that the people who were actually in the group were going to judge me when I did open up. So that's a huge lesson in itself, my friends, the act of not investing. But today I want to share with you before we go down that rabbit hole, I want to share with you, let's see, how many do we have here? We have eight unexpected lessons of investing in yourself that you'll, that I, that I received just investing myself in ways that were outside my comfort zone. And I think that that's the important thing. When you invest in yourself, when you take that program, whether it's a $500, a thousand, two thousand, 15,000, 30,000, whatever it is for you. I haven't gone the 30,000 route yet. Um, Whatever that moment is, there's the opportunity to learn things other than what you're signing on for. So if you're signing on to, let's say, a group coaching program, you're like, this is going to be it. This is going to move the needle. I'm going to be having $50,000 months pretty soon. Yep. You know, like whatever that is. Or I'm doing this so that I can learn how to do you know, Facebook ads, Facebook ads are going to change everything. Or, you know, finally, I'll have that online course that I wanted to create. I'm going to know everything from the from the master at this. Um, or finally, I'm just going to have my coaching business or my, my business in general. So whatever that reach is for you, like that uncomfortable reach, there is an opportunity and I don't want you to miss it. That's why I'm sharing mine with you. I don't want you to miss those because they're just as important. Um, I can clearly look at one of the programs that I was in this year thinking, what did I get out of that? And I look though at my life one and, you know, a little bit more years, uh, like at the beginning, let's say of last summer of 2018 to now. And I think, OMG. And I can't say that those those decisions to invest in myself in a, in a few different things last year didn't lead to this because I actually think they did. So here's what those lessons were. So the first one, this is kind of like my overarching no matter what. <laughs> this is the thing that I that I still 
struggle with. And I'm going to I'm going to be open about those things. It doesn't mean that I feel this all the time. Sometimes it's more intense than others. Usually it's brought on by stress or some sort of anxiety or some sort of thought that just kind of seeps in. So we have self-limiting thoughts. So if you've been doing this as long as I have, and I've been at my own business since 2012, and you aren't, let's say, at the level, or it doesn't matter, however long you've been at it, and you're like not there at that level you want to be at, or it seems fleeting, it's been up and down, well, there's a reason. And I've spent the last year working through so much in terms of this because I didn't expect that this work would lead me to significant life changes. But once I was able to just say, oh, yeah, they're, you know, just like Coke or Pepsi or any big corporation that, you know, you assume sells a lot of their product, even those companies experience seasons where there's dips and there's peaks and there's dips, you know, and it depends on what's going on in the world. It depends on so many different things um, and people's habits and people not wanting to have Pepsi in their diet or Coke or whatever. I don't even drink soda, so I don't know. Um, but there is this feeling that you are a failure if your business goes up and down. And 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 the up and down is okay, but when you see it as a, oh, I guess it's over, oh, I guess that was it, or something in that nature, or you're like, you know, or maybe it never even reached the level you want it to. Well, there's something there. There's something where you've limited your growth. Um, whether, you know, there, there's going to be those normal ups and downs, like I say, but if the ups never reach the ups where you even want them to, and you feel constantly disappointed in yourself and your products and everything, then guess what? There is something there and it's you. You're in that way. And this like I said, I didn't expect that there would be such significant life changes to help me realize this and really see where I'd been holding myself back. Um, number two, the next lesson was don't be a victim. <laughs> this doesn't work for me. Uh, that's the, if you've ever said that, this doesn't work for me. Um, guess what? You're not a victim. You have a choice. Um, you have many choices. Like, I don't want to, this, this pro, this course isn't working for me. This curriculum isn't working for me. I need someone to help me. Uh, why can't someone answer my question? Why does everybody leave me? Why isn't my team good or whatever? You know, why don't people like me? Aren't people listening? You're not a victim. You have a choice. You have a choice to look at the facts, to look at the facts. And that's actually one of my other uh, lessons below, but don't be a victim and say, you know, first of all, you can't blame something for not working. Usually people who say this doesn't work for me aren't actually doing the process in the way that it was intended. And I, even though I am a huge proponent for people finding their own launch style, finding the way that's going to work for them, I feel like you got to start with a, with a system that is is working reasonably well for a lot of people. And you got to implement it to the T. You have to. So don't iterate on that until you have. And then you get to personalize it for yourself. Um, so you're not a victim. You have a choice. You have so many choices. You don't have to 
um, offer that product anymore. You don't have to do that thing that you want to do. Sorry, I heard a noise out there. And um, you don't have to do whatever the thing is you think isn't working for you. Stop doing it. Number three. Okay, I'm taking deep breaths between each of these because I'm like, oh, okay, am I ready to talk about this? Okay, stop making excuses. Yes, Anne was making excuses. Reasons, excuses are actually just reasons. It doesn't mean that they're not true reasons, but reasons for not doing something or for changing your mind or that you that you can't stay focused, they're all excuses. You know, even when I talk about my personal crisis in my life, still an excuse to some extent. Yes, it is a real reason. It is a real reason. But, and you're not lying, and I wasn't lying, but you're putting the blocks up yourself if you allow them to keep you where you are. Because again, you don't have to be a victim. You have a choice. <laughs> okay? So stop making excuses. Excuses are anything that give you a reason for not following through, of not showing up with integrity, of not um, doing what you want to do. Uh, any, any reasons you do you give for not finishing something, for not showing up for a client, they're all excuses. I've made these excuses. Even though they were real reasons, like I really had a hard time with that, okay? Um, and I do apologize. I want to say, I think I said I apologize in my last, one of my last bonus episodes, but it's true. It's like I've gone through phases of saying I couldn't do things, canceling last minute, all with very real reasons, but they were excuses. I needed to make my business a priority. And by not making it a priority and then my clients and my students, guess what? It was an excuse and it, it took away from them. It took away from me. And, you know, I, I just feel like it wasn't serving anybody. And eventually, see, the thing is, from the outside world, people don't care about your reason. They just know you're rescheduled. Now, I recently rescheduled and I didn't even tell you <laughs> that I rescheduled the Message Lab launch because I was in the middle of a move and I'm like, are we really trying to launch the same week we're moving? And is this happening again? Is this happening again? Because you have a choice here. You can just decide not to do it right now. So that's what I did. But I didn't, I didn't make a big deal out of it. And I didn't make an excuse. I just literally didn't launch on the day that I said it was going to. And one could argue that maybe there's like some personal integrity in there. And yeah, there is. But I'm not going to make an excuse. It didn't happen. We're not doing it that day. Done. Done deal. Okay. Number four, the fourth lesson that was an unexpected one was to stop living in the past. This is me talking to myself. Hey, Ann, just because your program was a high earner in the past doesn't mean you don't have to improve it, completely change it, or maybe even drop it if it's not working now. Live in the now. What's the product doing now? What are you doing now on the product? And and stop living in the past thinking people know who you are and they should, you know, don't they know you? Don't they know you worked with so-and-so? No, they actually don't. And here's the beauty of stop living in the past. You stop resting 
on your laurels, on what people, your history, your street cred. No, you got to tell people your street, street cred. You've got to constantly be reaching new audiences. So you can never rest easy that the word is going to spread. Oh, Anne and her fearless launching program have been around for a long time. It does not matter unless you are actively spreading the word now people just won't know about it and there's always new people coming into whatever industry it is that you're serving and people who have no idea who you are there are people i know who don't even know whom um some of my clients have been they're like who's that i'm like really you don't know who that is like it always like surprises me but guess what stop living in the past you're not special no one is so special that every single person on the planet knows them. Well, maybe like Oprah. But even there are people who don't know Oprah, believe it or not. But most people do. I think most people know Oprah. What do you think? The great thing about like when you stop living in the past is that you get to, you kind of get to see your business through fresh eyes and be like, oh, wow, I actually must get on other podcasts to make sure that people know who I am. I need to still do that outreach and maybe guest posts, guest, you know, guest collaborations, show up in front of people's audiences on Instagram, take over stories, you know, join summits, speak at masterminds, whatever it is that you need to do. You still got to do the outreach where you are getting in front of other people's audiences. People, you can't expect people are going to continue to know who you are. This is a big thing that I learned just this past year. And the reason why I learned it as a result of investing in myself is I often go into groups and I assume people know me, know my business, know my value. And then I get really hurt. Again, don't be a victim. Um, I get really, I have gotten really hurt when they didn't like somehow say, hey, I really like your fearless launching program. Let's make this work. Now, one of my mentors knows me, knows my history like that and does call me out like that or has in the past. They haven't done it recently, but that's okay. Um, but some people who I'm like, how come they're not like actually acting like they know who I am. Like, it's like I'm some invisible. Like I start like telling myself, well, you're invisible. People don't know who you are. You're not as good as you think you are. Again, self-limiting thoughts. Like it's like this crazy thing. So stop living in the past. Assume people don't know you. So you can share who you are. Because otherwise, when, here's, here's what happened. Going into a group where you think people know you and then they don't actually act like they know you. And then you feel ashamed like, why am I in this group? Do they think that I shouldn't be here? You see all of this. This is the stuff I had. This is the stuff I worked through this year. <laughs> yes, I set up my funnel for, for, for a product, but I, that's really what I worked through was the personal stuff. I'm laughing at myself because it's just like, and not everybody knows who you are. Just chill out. Um, okay. Number five, let's move on because that was uncomfortable. I can't believe that I'm always like, why don't they know me? Okay, Anne, because not everybody knows everybody. All right, number five, this is a really important one. I'm saying this to, to everyone in my audience who considers himself an artist, um, a creative, someone who likes to work, like launch and create things on the, you know, within the flow. You got to follow the facts. Numbers are facts. Sales are facts. 
Traffic numbers are facts. Testimonials, feedback surveys, those are facts. Um, yes, your personal dream and vision for your business, that's your vision. And if you want it to be a business and make money, you have to marry that vision with facts. Doesn't mean you stop doing the things you love to do. And as you'll see in the next one, I'm going to talk a little bit more about vision. But in order to move forward and really make money and support yourself and your family, because if you're the person who's making money for the family, you've got to look at the numbers and the facts because then otherwise, why are you even doing this? You might as well go get a, get a day job if you're not going to look at the numbers and the facts and, and all of that. But hey, maybe you do have a day job as well that supports you and then you can, then you can follow your vision. That's cool. But if you want to turn it into a vision, uh, like a business that makes money, that can support you, that can grow, you got to follow those facts. That's something I learned big time this year. I've always tried to be as fact-based as possible in my business. But if I'm being honest, I didn't look at my spreadsheets and I wasn't like looking at it as often as that I am now. Um, and my dashboard of like results and how many people did this and what's my conversion rate, what's going on here, you know, what's my cost per <laughs> whatever, like for my Facebook ads. I wasn't doing that, but now I am. Um, okay, so number six, let's talk about your vision. You've got to be clear about your vision. You're kind of like, what does your business look like when it's successful? This is a real, this is actually, I feel like this is, um, Something that the head of GE may have said, I've, I've definitely heard people at different conferences talk about this story, but like, what does your business look like when it's kind of done, when it looks good, when everything's running at full cylinders, it's making money, it's growing. It doesn't mean it's, you know, it's like take a snapshot of what your business looks like at that point and really get clear about it. So if you're not clear about what to do next, if you find you're saying, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to focus on. Go back to the vision piece and get really clear on that because maybe the vision just isn't clear on what you want. What, go back to that snapshot of your business and just ask yourself, yeah, what, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, because of course you won't know what to do. I wouldn't expect you to know what to do. And it's actually good you're asking, what do I do next? Because... Otherwise, when you're not clear about your vision and you're still taking action, what are you actually working towards? That's what I want to know. You're getting real busy, but are you making money? Is your business growing? Are people, is your list growing? Are you growing in any way? Okay. All right. We'll talk more about that vision later during the season two, because uh, I think it's a really important one to get clear on. All right. Number seven. We're almost there. The, <laughs> this was a big lesson as well. Um, you run this world. No one else. Like this world is your business. Like your world is kind of like a biome. Is that the word? Whatever. You know what I mean. It's like a, it's like a little world. You run that world. No one else. Period. So what does that mean? Stop waiting for answers. Stop thinking someone else has the answers. At some point, if you have a basic... Online, if like you're growing an online business and you have an online business setup type program, an online business marketing type program, or something of that nature, 
you have all of the information you need. Now you might need over the year, like I do think it's important to continue learning and continue looking at different strategies and trying different processes for your business and setting up different systems and learning how to use different tools. That is important. But you have more, you have the answers about what you need to do in your business. Stop deferring to someone else and giving them that power. You know, you might need to ask someone like, say, hey, I want to run Facebook ads. Should I run a, how should, what do you think the best way to get started on that? Well, that might be something you need to get a little education on. But there are so many answers that you have. And I just say, stop waiting for the answers. Go out and get them in the form of education. That's not really deferring to someone else. But don't don't just join a program and think someone's going to give you everything as well. You're going to have to do the work, the exploration, and then you're going to be the one who has to find your audience and you're going to have to be the one who creates your communication. And you're, you see what I mean? You're going to be, you run this world. You're the captain who runs the world. I know in my last episode, my last try at recording this, I think I might've sang a Beyonce song. Who run the world? Oh my God. I just almost started again. Okay. No, stop thinking someone else has the key to your castle or key to your biome. You have it. Okay, number eight. And this is so, such a big lesson. I think it's just from this past year, decisions I've made, where I am now. Self-sufficiency is everything. So what do I mean? I don't mean, this is not in terms of like, not having a coach or not having a team. It's just being self-sufficient is everything. So don't mistake being coachable. Let's say you're coachable with not making decisions and being the captain of your own business. You, like I said, you run the world. You've got to be willing to be self-sufficient. So one thing that I did, and this kind of replies to the last two lessons, is I joined a program And I followed a process and I totally pushed aside all of my known, my own method of doing the thing. And it was almost like I felt like I wasn't allowed to bring that in. But it's my business. I'm the captain. I'm the boss here. I run this world. So the fact that I just disregarded my own knowledge was me just like, I'm going to just depend on somebody else's complete thing completely. And, you know, I know like it might feel like I'm going back and forth on this whole idea of following someone else's process. And I do feel like that has to be your own, but you get to add on to that. You get to add on to that. And then once you do have it set up in the way that they've suggested, if you're interested in trying their strategy, try their strategy. And then you can always add your own things on. Don't think you can't just because, well, they said that I couldn't actually um, do this, so I shouldn't do that. Um, But if it's an add-on to something that you've created, you can always do that. Being coachable, yes, means being willing to just trust a process and implement a process that's being suggested to you, but you still have to make decisions at some point about that process, about what you want to add to it, because you know so much more about your business, your audience, what you're selling, what your value is, what the outcome, what what you're promising people. You know that. So 
you know, and for me, self-sufficiency is like another layer. And that is that there's no other income that I'm depending on right now. There's none. It's my own. And I'm the one who has to make sure that um, our overhead, all of our house, you know, our home, our, you know, everything is taken care of. That's the deal. And it's scary. I know that. But it is everything. When you can be self-sufficient, it can still be stressful to remain that way. But it also, it also sets you free to not feel like you're, you know, dependent on anyone's method or advice or anything. Um, so self-sufficiency can come in in many forms in your business. So that's just one that I'm still kind of in the thick of right now. Um, if you want to hear more about any of these, definitely reach out to me. Um, so now that we've gone through some of the lessons that I've learned over this year, I didn't really tell you where I learned them, but I do want to share some of my most instrumental teachers, mentors, and confidants this year, people who really were there when big changes were happening and big change, meaning amazing, tear inducing, just awesome changes. So I'm so grateful for these people, even though they might not know it. Um, I'm just going to go down the list that I wrote here. Caitlin Batcher, Stu McLaren, James Wedmore, Mel Robbins, Brooke Castillo, Marie Forleo, Andrea Robinson, Hillary Rushford, Catherine Just, and Anne Samoylov. Yes, me, 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 me. So these people, that's all I'm going to say. These people are um, amazing. Oh, there's more people, by the way, that I can say are my confidants this year. Annette Stepanian. I can't even not say her name. I'm like, what is going on? There are so many people that I could like add to this list that I've had, that I've had moments with, but this was the main list of people. So if you're in a coaching program or join a mastermind or want to, remember this that the curriculum, whatever's being presented, the surface thing that you sign up for is important. That thing you're like, oh yeah, this is going to get me to the next level. But the lessons are deeper and going to be longer lasting and have more impact on your business and your life than you can even imagine. So look for those, okay? Um, Here are some of the things that have happened underneath that had nothing to do with, in, in theory, had nothing to do with um, the surface reasons that I signed up for or worked with or read or whatever. Mindset changes and still in progress, of course. Um, I'm not saying I'm perfect and I'm definitely not saying I'm, I'm cured. I'm so enlightened now. I'm like spiritually awakened, <laughs> whatever. No, there have been many mindset shifts this year. Um, I know that I've had friends who say, wow, you are literally not, like, not, I don't even know you. Like, you're not even the person I know I've known. And I, that's so cool. Like there've been so many of those comments to me about everything that's happened. Uh, book started, I've started my book and I spoke at masterminds this year and I've got a few more by the end of the year that I'm going to be speaking at. 
um, shifted to focus what I'm really excited about. Um, and I ended lots of things that were not healthy for me in my life and my business this year. That's huge. The, de- the transformation for me was definitely in the transactions that I, that I initiated. So for you, whether that's, again, 1,000, 2,015 or higher, that's one thing I think you need to look for is that thing like that, you know, ask these questions for yourself. What is a stretch for you right now? What is the vision for your business? What does your what does your successful business and life look like? Just take a snapshot of it, like in a moment where you're like, oh my God, that was a day. Are you currently making money right now? Sometimes your sales of one specific product will give you the funds to join the thing you want. And that can kind of be your, you know, your investor to help you learn whatever you need to learn. Get references though before you join anything. Who's been through the program, the group, or the mastermind? Get really clear on what it is. Is it a program? Is it a group coaching thing? Is it a mastermind? Because there are major differences between those. Where were they before? What type of work do they do? What did they like the best? What did they wish there was more of? No one mentor, person, coach, whatever is completely perfect and no one path or program or group will give you all the things so do your homework that's what I would definitely say ask people you see who are in the group what other benefits they got from being part of it and that's it that's really it I hope this message helps you if you're looking for a coaching group or a mastermind and I do want to let you know that if you um, if you stick around you're going to start seeing me talk about the message lab yes the message lab is coming and we're going to be doing a live recording of the new content. Um, it's going to be a little bit more structured than it has been in the past, um, just because this is going to be the course. So if you want to help me by being an audience, by being there, getting my live support, because we're going to be doing it for six weeks, and then the program will not be live in a sense. There will be some live elements to it, but um, not in the same intensive hand-holding way that it will be when we're going through the material together. We're going to be recording the training and we're going to have weekly group coaching sessions as well um, and so much more. Um, if you're at all interested, definitely head over to the wait list, which is at uh, ansomelove.com forward slash message lab wait and the message lab really is a program that helps you figure out what to say during your launch when to say it who to say it to how to know if you're ready to launch communication wise and it's about all these messages you have to send during your launch and knowing how to put that whole plan together and really have a, have a map so you never ask, what do I say? How many closing emails? Who do I send this to? What's my call to action? And you get the safe space of this group to practice your message. And you get to practice actually speaking it and saying it and writing it and performing it in a sense in front of people who are there doing the same thing. I mean, it is an amazing group and it's an amazing course if I do say so myself. I am like, 
I'm excited because I know what happened both times we've done this program and I'm excited for this live version just because I know it's going to kick off a brand new chapter for so many people. Um, So if you want to know about that, make sure to head over to the um, information page just a little bit more. It's not just coming soon. There is a little bit more information about the course and the program so you can really dig in and see if it might be for you. And that is it. Um, I want to thank you for listening today. And if you have any questions about any investment that you're thinking about making in your business, definitely reach out to me. I'm so happy to help you make that decision. I feel like I'm really good helping other people make their decisions. But on my own, I should have taken a little bit more time with some of them. But then I wouldn't have made the had the um, lessons or, or learned the lessons that I learned this year. I am so grateful for everything that I've learned and for all of these, the teachers that I worked closely with in the past 12 months, I just can't say enough. Um, If you want more information about any of them, all you have to do is reach out to me and I'll give you my, my two cents. But that is it. That's all. I hope you have a great one and we will talk to you very soon.